We've got some hey, fresh new I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content before. is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to turn your content into profit. If you'd like to learn more about how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Happy and Friday. Today, you know what? What are we going to be talking about today? Ooh. What is it? I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you find yourself struggling to publish your message? Mm, sometimes I do. And then I have a second question for you. Oh. Are you doing way more than what you think you should be doing? We used to. And I think sometimes we still do. Yeah, that's true. I know, I know. And I, and I think this is a question that a lot of entrepreneurs, content creators struggle with. A lot of the time that they're like in front of their computer or whatever they're executing, right? So if you answer yes to these two questions my brother just asked, that means this episode is for For you. you. So pay attention because at the end of the episode, like always, we're going to have some action points so you can implement this now. Guys, all right. Speaking of now, if you are listening, thank you so much for your support. If you are just finding this episode if you are live with us please do not forget to subscribe content is profit podcast hit that subscribe button follow us on social media at bizbrosco and please 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 if you share if you find this very valuable share it with the people that you love and care and all your business owners and all the people that you think this information might be useful for that's right awesome man that's it that's all we ask that's all we ask that's it subscribe and share it subscribe and share it that's right. Awesome. All right, so, ready to go? What is today's topic? Oh, man. Today, we're actually talking about the power of simple. Huh. The power of simple. Yeah. What is that? How, how, how does it like? How focusing on just one thing right, at a time will help to scale your business and your content. Ooh. I that love sounds it. interesting, right? Because a lot of times we are all over the place. Doing a lot of things that might not be the right activities that we should be doing at that moment, right? I like, yeah. I, 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 I think I'm the master uh, of doing a ton of things, and I'm working really, really, really hard of just focusing on that one well, thing that can make the difference. Not only that, the the other day I was listening to a podcast, the Think Different Theory from Josh Forty, and he had I don't remember the the name of the guest. I'm sorry, I apologize in advance, but I remember he was saying that a lot of the times the way entrepreneurs cope with not doing what they need to be doing is by taking care of a lot of other stuff, right? It's kind of like to to mask, just to feel busy, right? I I think that feeling of busyness uh, might fulfill a lot of people just because you feel like you're doing a ton of stuff. Yeah, and and I mean, I feel like we live in a society where like busyness is the... The main topic every day, right? You're like, I'm working. Like, literally, when you ask someone, just think about it. When you ask someone, like, hey, what's up? How you doing? People answer a bunch of times. They always say, like, oh, I'm good. Just busy. How many times have people said that? Or I've been been so busy today. Like, it's like, it's something cool or something. And uh, you might think that. And we used to think that. And then, you know, we started this entrepreneurial journey and trying to figure out the content game. And uh, the more busy we got... The more crazy you get, you get burnt out. So we've learned a couple lessons along the way, uh, especially in the last couple of months. Uh, we ran into a speech that made the difference 
for especially for Fonzie, I think that was like one of like your key moments of that event. It was like a five day event, and uh, and for me as well. After a while, yeah. I mean, I think we, before we go to the speech, I want to go a little bit into a little backstory, right? Ooh. So we can introduce the topic properly. Yeah. No, that's fine. Because I, I was mean, just teasing it. That's, and and that's we, okay. we we haven't even like said what the topic is. We said you know the power of simple, but what that what does that mean, right? And when we talk about the power of simple, we're talking about focus, like stay focus in one thing at a time at a time yes right it's funny i always have like this argument the other day i actually walked into the house and uh i i, I don't know why but we were talking about multitasking right and uh, i heard this theory that nobody really can multitask you're really just focusing from one task to the other very quickly and shifting your mind pretty quickly And then at the end of the day, you don't achieve nothing. So I walked in the house and I'm like, oh my God, Katie, I just like listened to this like theory that I think is pretty cool. And uh, she was like, that's not true. Like you, you can actually multitask. I do it all the time. I'm like, no, you actually shift your mind from one point to the other one very quickly. Right. So maybe, I don't know if there's a female listening right now, uh, do you share that opinion with my wife or do you think that... I'm correct. I think that's pretty, pretty sweet because that that brought me a lot of clarity. So, uh, anyway, super side note, but continue. Super <laughs> side note, like you went all the way to the gas station and back. Um, no, I think so. when we talked about focus, right? Like a lot of people are like, okay, yeah, I can focus I know, on I one thing, but I can multitask as well. So I, I know, just, I, I just know. want to share I'm, that. I'm, 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 I'm kidding. Jeez, huh? take a joke, man. Take a joke. All right, right, right. <laughs> okay. So we were going to the part of our backstory, right? And that is that. We used to be social media marketing agency, and we like to do a lot of things. We pretty much would go to businesses, talk to them, figure out what their problem was, and then say, yes, we can do that, <laughs> pretty much. So I remember when, I think it was early 2017, when we went to 10X. 2017, yeah. I think it was January 2017. 18. And 18. 18? 2018. And we went to the 10X conference. Back in Miami, and we spent those, I think it was a three-day conference, sitting down, nosebleed seats all the way at the top. Lots of echo. Lots of echoes, very <laughs> difficult, but it was awesome. It was like our first, I think it was my first big event. I think you went to one already at that point. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been in a couple of conferences yeah. up to that point. Uh -huh. But it was my very first big one like that, and it was super eye-opening. And we heard so many speakers whatnot, and I remember when we left, I was like, And I wrote it down in my book. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is what we're going to do. Like, I just gained so much clarity. And I mean, those events are for that, you know, so you can get clarity on where you're going. The thing is, the journey where we were at that point, obviously, is 150% different than where we are right now in yeah. our path, right? So now looking back into it, I'm like, wow, that is so silly. Why did I say that? You know, like, it makes no sense. And this is what I said. Like, we were driving back, and I'm like, Luis Daniel, Luisda, I got... <laughs> The plan for us. Like, this is exactly what we're going to do. Like, this is how we're going to beat every competition. And I'm here driving, and I'm like, like, you know, we're trying to figure out. I'm like, yeah, tell me, tell me, yeah, tell I me. Yeah, I mean, we were, all, we were, like, all inspired from the conference. I'm like, this is what we're going to do. We are going to do uh, one fits all, I think is how you say it. Like, a one fits all solution, like, marketing solution for businesses. So, literally, all they got to pay is, like, 900 bucks a month and we can do 
we're, we're literally their marketing we're your team. your marketing team. And so obviously, if you know business, like that's not, not that's not how it's gonna work. Like if you don't have volume at that price to be a full marketing team, like it's not gonna work out. So, so a, a little bit of background there, right? Like we we came to that conference and we're st we we're already like working with some clients, you know. We saw that there were some issues between agencies and some of the clients, and we're like, how are we gonna solve that? Like, we hate for the businesses to to go through all this where, you know, they're purchasing a, a service and they're getting leads, but then the business complains that those leads are not quality customers or they're not converting, right? So we're like, oh my god, that is a problem, right? Mm -hmm. And then from the from the material that we started learning in this conference. Um, uh, we, I remember listening to Ryan Dice, Russell Branson, right? Yeah. Like marketing is the start of a sale. Uh, of a sale. And, Big names. Uh, and at that point, people are like, well, marketing is one thing and sales is the other thing. And we're like, no, no, it's just one process. And I remember having conversations with different business owners, right? About this same thing. And we're like, hey, it's just one process. And it sounds amazing, right? So when everybody got excited, that's when, you know, Fonzie says, uh, you know, we decided to to be that one solution, right? Yeah, we were like, oh yeah, we're gonna come <laughs> into your business and literally fix all your problems. <laughs> like at that point, they it, were like, it, "Can you do this?" And we're like, "Yeah." yeah. Can you do that? And I'm like, yeah. Like, literally, in my mind at that point, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was like, "Man, this is like how nobody else has have thought of this before." You know, why isn't there an agency that does like? everything out there uh, because now they're smarter. I know now I know why yeah that, that's because they were way smarter than we were I want to I want to take I want to take the positive out of this though like it it, it encourages to take action oh for and sure to start the journey and I remember about three months ago I saw somebody else um at Starbucks super random and she was starting an agency with probably one of her best friends and they were having that exact conversation yep and She's like, she's pitching me into the idea, which is the same situation that we were at that point a year, like two years um, ago. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, should I, should I tell her like the road that she's about to go in? Because Fonz is about to explain exactly what happened. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, that's what she, like, they were so focused on that. I'm like, look, this is what happens to, what happened to us when we went down that road. If you can figure that game out, Amazing! Please let me know and tell me and explain the secrets. But I remember, like, there's a lot of people that start that way, and then we're gonna relate it to content where they want to be everywhere from the start, and it can be a challenge. Yeah. So I think the issue is that when we were at that stage, it was so difficult for us to like see, like, notice what we were worth, right? Like, we yeah. didn't know. Like, every time we would pitch a client and like tell them how much we were trying to charge them, like we would be extremely nervous because we didn't know exactly, you know, yeah. first we didn't have the confidence in like, yeah, can we do this? And then we didn't also believe probably, you know, like, can we actually fulfill on this? And yeah. so I think it was like a few elements. So I think the, the thought process behind it all was, okay, if we can solve a lot of problems, then we can charge a lot and we can get a lot of clients. <laughs> yeah. When it's not like that, right? Now we know we need to focus in one problem at a time. Like people are gonna pay you way more money if you're solving one problem that is very specific to them yeah. and you're you're helping them, you know, solve that issue. Yeah, so so we started that journey, right? And uh at that point we started onboarding some clients, right? So some are for content. Uh the other one is we're developing like a brand new product, which it, it was um it was a dentist, so we, we we built like a 
a site where people were able to redeem like a virtual console, which was super awesome. Great concept. It worked. Even though when they told us, turn off the system, the thing kept selling, which was amazing, right? Uh, and then uh, what else did we do? We sold some courses. We helped some people with some strategies. And it was every single new client that it we were onboarding all was over the place. a very different process, right? Yep. And and they were tied down to things that we were learning at the time, things we were implementing. We were getting results, which was or the as, cool thing. As we would learn, we would implement. I remember even one of yeah. our clients were like, hey, like we love everything you guys do. Like, we feel like we are your, uh, um, the bunny, the testing bunny. How do you call that? The bunny. <laughs> yeah, like, when you say, like, we're using them as test Easter bunny. No, Easter bunny. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I can't. <laughs> Guinea pig. <laughs> so, it's not, a, it's not a bunny. So, they were like, yeah, like, we love everything. You guys do and everything. But at, 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 they were like, at some point, we feel like we are your guinea pigs. That was a really challenging conversation that to have. Was, that was a tough one. Yeah. That was a very tough one. And I think that's in part when we actually... That's a wake-up call. Yeah, it was a wake-up call. Like, okay, we need to focus on one thing. Because as, as you were saying, we were doing all different processes with every single business that we we're helping. And so, obviously, behind each process, there is a huge amount of work. So it was different work for everybody, yeah. right? Instead of something scalable that you can do with every business that has that one problem yeah. and just keep repeating it. So I remember having, well, today actually was on a call with uh, one of our like consulting, like publishing frameworks product, which is related to content, which is what we do now. And um, same thing, I was telling her the story uh, and it got to the point that it was very frustrating because it was really hard to, fu to fulfill and scale that those systems. We had no systems. We had nothing. Like, we were implementing like crazy, and we were about to, like, I, I could feel it. Like, the burnout was about to hit us. And we finally got to that moment of clarity. It's like, okay, we put ourselves in a situation where we had to execute and now we have to focus on that one thing and you know our coach was like you guys have to do like one thing and we will come up with like a system and we'll throw it out and they'll be like they'll tear it apart it's like it's not niche enough and i remember uh reading a couple books one is called niche down the other one is uh play, play bigger play bigger uh which both combined are amazing if you can't check them out go ahead uh but those gave us massive clarity and i remember okay this is exactly the process that we do and the way that we picture it was like all these lego pieces right yeah and, uh, and we put it on the whiteboard and we like drew all the stages of the process from the start of the marketing which is content all the way down to the sale so we we're creating all this system inside of a different business so we're creating a whole new revenue stream and even though we're getting results it was causing a lot of friction because there's a lot of moving pieces in that including the business right so we couldn't focus on the solution and so on and you know the results are were not the best that we could have now once we laid out all these lego pieces we're like okay from those lego pieces what first what do we feel comfortable and i remember it was like a really challenging moment i think for for both of us we're like we don't want to be the email guys, right? We don't want to be like this specific thing. Or yeah, I think I, I think that was always in my mind because you always hear yeah. um, people saying like, "Yeah, you gotta niche down and like just work with chiropractors." And I'm like, "Dude, but I don't want it." Like, part of doing business is like, I want to meet a lot of people in different industries. And I always had that thought in the back of my mind, like, I don't want to just work with like one type of person one. forever. You know, I think that was very very challenging. <laughs> so. Once we got past that massive hump, 
uh, we finally decided to nail down on content. We're like, we had like a baseline domination of like most of these things. Like there were some people, some things that were like, no, we're definitely not doing that. But yeah. I think content was like the strongest because we've, we've been doing it for so long. And that was a conversation that kept happening with those businesses that we were helping. So we finally decided, okay, let's go content, right? But content's yeah. still pretty broad. And, uh, and again, that was another of a challenge. And we're like, hey, what is the process that we can actually do and help people with? I so mean, not only pretty broad, it's like, it's pretty work extensive. Exactly. You know, it's, it's hard to fulfill on content. So at that point, we started have to have the conversation. Okay, Fonzie, what do you like to do? Like, what do I like to do? What What is our dream client? Who is our dream client? Uh, you know, what is the process that we will enjoy doing it because we need to do it for a while to learn, to make sure to perfect it, to create those processes, right? Uh, so it was a pretty interesting process and that's how we ended up falling or choosing to do the two M's, like um, M2M, right? Yeah. Which the stands to macro to micro. Exactly. For those that don't know what M2M is. So that is what we currently sell that we're like, that's what big companies, you know, pay the money that, that, that are paying to, for us to execute this specific system because it's a specific process that we do with content. Even though like there's other pieces that can help afterwards, but that is the service. And that was massive help because guess what? We were able to identify who's that person that we need to talk to instead of talking to all the people I, mean, it, I think it was just like we started focusing right yeah. in one thing one person one solution yeah. one product service that we're offering so obviously our efforts like before they were spread out over 10 different things now it was just on one message right that we had to share yeah so all the time that we we're using to share everything else Now we were using it to share that one thing. Yeah. And that, that's just so powerful because it immediately after we started doing that is when we started seeing results. Yeah. I remember one of the, what, what do you remember uh, Startup Weekend? So we, we got called in to be uh, oh, yeah. mentors on, on this, on, on this event. It was like a weekend long event. We were there for Saturday where different companies come in or different entrepreneurs or people like looking to start a business go in and they pitch ideas and then they form teams and then they launch that idea. Uh, within two days, which was awesome. So, so we were there as part of like their strategies, mentors, helping them with their message and helping them with their process. And I remember one of the breaks where we're on this table and uh, these people approached us and, and there were a couple of uh, uh, sponsors. And uh, I remember the guy that was talking to me, was like, he was like super uh, energetic, I guess, like yes, very, energetic, very yeah. energetic. You could, you could tell like that was a sales guy, you know, um, and we we're chatting. Right. And he's like, well, what do you guys do? And at that point, I think we had it nailed down where this is exactly what we do. This is the yeah. process that we, we do. We could do an elevator pitch at that point. Exactly. <laughs> we, we were feeling comfortable exactly doing that yeah. elevator pitch. So we're like, perfect. This is exactly what we do. The M2M and this is what it means. And this is who we help. And he's like, okay, so do you want to sell me? And I'm like, uh, okay, what do you create content? No, then I'm not going to even going to try to sell you. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what? He, I, you could see the face. He's like very thrown off. And I'm like, look, we help people that are already creating content. We help people that are already creating content consistently in a very form. specific yeah. format, which is long form. So you saying that you don't create content. Why would I sell you if you, if you're not, do not qualify for 
to be our dream client, right? He's so far ahead that I have to first convince him. That so far back, you mean? Exactly. So far <laughs> back that we have to convince him that content is a vehicle that he needs to do, yeah. that content works, that he needs to start creating content, that he needs to produce long form content, then then he needs to chop that off uh, into different micro awesome pieces that then you can spread out and multiply your voice. So there's so many steps that cause friction that he's not ready. So that's why I'm not gonna waste my energy in trying to sell him. Yeah, and, and I think that's a great story to illustrate the point of focusing. It gives us also a better idea to qualify our clients, right? And it's gonna allow you to bring in people That, that is just going to be so much better for you to fulfill for just because you know exactly the problem that you're solving for them, whether trying to try convincing and grabbing everybody from out there, right? And, and I want to use that story to transition here to our next point, right? Which is like, does that focus actually work, right? Because a lot of people is like, they ha I think they have that fear of just doing one thing the same as we as we had and again i, I sorry i want to make a little reference here but you were talking about dream client we actually have an episode uh that we talk about dream clients so yes. go check it out i don't i don't know the exact number of the episode but just go check it out it's called how to find your dream client I'm how to find sure. your dream client so back to focus in january of episode 20, episode 13 dream customer there you go episode 13 dream customer So January 2020, we went to the amazing Funnel Hacking Live. <laughs> At that point, we were actually we already knew what we were doing, right? Uh, but we were all over the place in the execution map, I'll say. We yeah. weren't focusing at all in like the execution map. Because there's a lot of areas that you can focus, right? Yeah. Even not, it doesn't have has to be a market or a niche. Like you can focus in activities within your business as well, right? Like those activities that drive revenue um and it, and and if you dial in into content as a company you there's so many things and we're gonna talk about this in the end yeah but like how, where do i where do i create content how do i create it like how often or like what platforms so many platforms so yeah. many options right it's so so, so, all over the place. Yeah, so easy to go to want to go everywhere right and it's very difficult to stay focused and do one thing but usually that's what brings results so we were at funnel hacking live and The great Dan Henry, the controversial, polemic <laughs> Dan Henry, he went on stage. And honestly, I've never seen him speak. Yeah. And I thought he was awesome. I've, I've consumed some of his content and I was not as much, maybe, as other people's. But I've always noticed that he has a very, like, strong personality. You yeah. know, he come off strong. So Polarizing. Yeah. Like he, we talked he, earlier. He, he came out on stage and his whole speech was about focus and i don't know for me it was like it was one of my favorite speeches of funnel hacking live just because i feel especially in the inner journey where we were at that time is like this is exactly what we need what i need exactly yeah like we were just like fulfilling and just like doing some other stuff and we we're like no we need to focus on like on selling that's what we need to do right now yeah and so He goes, he has a, what is it, like a whiteboard kind of, mm -hmm. and he draws a big circle, right? And he says, let's call this circle the circle of, fo of focus. And we're like, oh, cool, the circle of focus, look at that. And all of a sudden he says, just put one of your activities that you do in here. So let's say produce content, make content, right? If we put content in there, content is now taking 100% of our focus. 
But then he said, okay, add, now add a second activity. So let's say we're going to add fulfill for clients, right? And we'll put fulfill for clients. And he's like, okay, now split them in half with a line. So you split them in half and he says, you see, now each one has 50% of your task. And as, as you keep adding tasks into that circle of focus, you're going to keep splitting it like a freaking pizza. And each task is going to get so little of your focus yeah. that you're not going to end up accomplishing anything. So when he said that, I, I, don't, I think a uh, light bulb went on my mind was like, blink, like, whoa, we've yeah. just been trying to do so much. Like, we don't only need to focus on the niche, right? That That's the first part of the story that we tell is, okay, we, we knew we needed to focus our message, right? The one solution, and we did. But now it's like, wow, I need to focus even more and do it inside our own business. Yeah. That moment was for me was just mind blowing. And I think it is very difficult to implement. I'm not going to lie. Right. And that's why we said before we went and started the podcast, we're like, we're not experts in this topic. Right. We're not. We're still we're but, still figuring it out. But we are still we are taking action towards that. Right. Like, how yeah. can we focus and make our, make our actions, you know, like more efficient every single day so we can focus on one one single task that is going to bring the best, you know, um, the best result possible for our business. Yeah. So I want to like kind of relate it a little bit with content, because if you're listening to this podcast is because you're trying to get some of these strategies and tactics and, you know, lessons and bring it into your content. So a lot of the times, a lot of people think that uh, they're dividing their time in creating for a lot of different platforms, right? Um, So when you start, that might not be the best idea because you're splitting, imagine your time as that pizza, right? And then every platform that you add is a different type of post or a different type of content that you have to create to fill that pizza. So you add Facebook in there, you add Instagram, you add LinkedIn, you add the blog, you add, you know, the podcast, you add all these things. And then your pizza is packed with slices that then your time, you cannot optimize that time. And then your content is not what you need or want at that point. Right. I mean, not only that, it's just going to get overwhelming. Very overwhelming. And that, that's and then, why a lot of people just quit doing content. Exactly. And then that's it. And then you stop doing it. So if you are starting in this content game or you're struggling with something like this where it's happened where like oh my god i know you know everybody says that i need to be omnipresent gary v tells me that i need to be in 30 different platforms the bistro says that you gotta be publishing consistently yes right now we have a system people have teams right but if you're starting up it's gonna be really trying we lived it like we were there and we we worked with content and we stopped publishing ourselves. And it wasn't until we focused on one thing and one thing only, which at that point for us was the Facebook Live into LinkedIn. That's it. So we did. We got the results. At 20, we had to stop. So that's just another example. How can you apply to content? It doesn't have to be Facebook Live. You could be like, okay, is Instagram my platform? What am I going to focus inside of Instagram? Am I going to be focusing on a two-way interview every day? Do that for 30 days. Try it out. See what happens. Am I going to focus on posting carousels? You know, 10 pictures every day. And I want to add something there. You know, actually something that I came across the other day was super interesting. And it was somebody talking about habits, right? Building habits. And I, I, 
I started thinking, you know what? Like content, producing content is actually like a habit. Like yep. it is something that you're going to have to do every single day, right? You're going to have to put some effort and create content every single day. So this guy was talking about how difficult it, it actually is to start new habits like for people, right? Because usually you start doing something and then after a few days, you find that pain, that resistance, and you're like, yeah. I'm going to give up. And that's exactly what happens with content, what you just explained. So many platforms, so many me different messages, you got to be everywhere, whatever. And then people maybe start doing it, and a few days in, they're so overwhelmed, they quit. So this guy says the best way to start uh, building a habit is by the minimum viable effort. And that is super funny, actually. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say why in a second. But he said, for example, if you want to build the habit of brushing your teeth every day, which I hope you do already. <laughs> yes. Uh, he's like, start by brushing a single teeth. And then the next day, again, just one tooth. tooth. Yeah, one tooth. And then the next day, okay, maybe you brush two. So make it so the effort is so... Minimum. small that it, it it doesn't even feel like you're doing an effort right to do that task and eventually it'll huh? build up into into the habit that you have right so i say it's funny because a while ago we actually came up with the term and again i this was way before i actually heard this stuff about the habits yeah we came up with the term of minimum viable content which was exactly that it was like hey What is the minimum amount of content that you can do with the time that you have, the minimum amount of content that you can create and do it consistently, right? So I was like, when I heard this other definition, I was like, you know what? Like literally the minimum viable content is pretty much your startup for creating a habit of being consistent with content and eventually having your own publishing your your, exactly. your own content machine right which, which is your which is your baseline right is yeah. is your safety net as far as like creating content it was funny that you mentioned that right today uh, on that call with Jackie you know Jackie she's a consultant she teaches other women consultants on how to start that business right and uh, and for her from going from a Uh, not online world to an online world, right? She she needs to build that rapport with her audience and do this and that. And and you have to publish. Like this is a like literally a requirement to to start creating that audience to building the rapport with your people, with the people that that sync with your message. And again, we can go so so deep in the, in, the <laughs> yeah. in this topic, but um, we're on this call and we're we're planning her publishing framework it's like how can she publish consistently with what she's already doing so with her she we met her at this uh, festival called podfest where people go in there to learn how to podcast and and the equipments and all the stuff and all the tools and all the strategies and whatnot right and uh, when we met her about uh, five weeks ago six weeks ago uh, she's like yeah I've recorded some shows and I'm about to start publishing And, uh, you know, she reached out. We were on her podcast, on her show. We had this awesome interview that she was doing. And then today on the call, she's like, I, I asked her, I'm like, okay, perfect. How's the publishing going? Like, have you released any episodes? And in six weeks, she recorded, but she hasn't published. And if you, if you don't remember correctly, the last episode or two episodes ago, we were like, one of the key things that you got to do is like, hit the publish button. Like, just I mean, do it, right? Probably the most important thing. The most important thing. And since we went to this, uh, to this like uh, event until now, we were actually 
we had zero podcasts like published and right now there's 11 live on the podcast platform and we've recorded this is number 19 live and it's because yep. we we've executed now so we're like okay Jackie, let's work on your your minimum stuff. Like, what's your dream? What's your dream position? Like, where do you want to go? Like, what's your like dream framework of publishing? And she's like, okay, I want to have my show. She has two shows, by the way, which she, she publishes every two weeks. And and from that, I want to grab like all this information and these pieces, and you know, and the the repurposing game and being omnipresent in all the platforms. And I'm like, perfect. That is the goal. That's where we want to go. Right now, where are you at? I'm like, okay. Yeah, what I've, is a minimal viable ever? Right, that one. Exactly. And she's like, okay, I've recorded two and a half months of content. I'm like, why is not published yet? And she's like, well, I need to do my intro and my outro. Okay, perfect. Let's put a date on that, you know? And if you cannot record it because you have so much stuff doing it, do it live. Let's remove the friction. Make sure that this process is smooth so you can start publishing because you already, if you hit publish, you already have two and a half months of leeway where you can stay consistent, right? And it was such an amazing conversation because I think... Finally, we're able to do it. So on Wednesday, Jackie, and if you're watching, I'm going to hold you accountable. Or if you're listening, I'm going to hold you accountable on Wednesday uh, for you to release uh, those things. So on the 27th, on the lookout for Jackie's. But again, uh, there's so many things that we worry about that cause friction and uh, do not allow us to publish. Uh, so put yourself in a position where you can do it. And what's that minimal viable content that you can do consistently? It's going to be different for everybody. For us, it was Facebook Lives, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's- And I think, I mean, we're running a little bit out of time here. Yeah. But before we move on into the action points, I just want to talk super quick about one of these points that we have written down here, which is FOMO. The FOMO, fear yeah. of missing out. And I think that, honestly, I think that's one of the biggest... Uh, Maybe one of the biggest things that has that is holding you back from focusing on one thing, because we're always afraid. Like, oh no, but like, yes, okay. For example, let's say we're doing content, we are doing content, and we're eventually we're like, oh, but we see that um, the market is going to email marketing. Like, we should do something with email marketing and content, and then oh no, and then we we should build funnels too. Look at all these people making money building funnels, and when you get to that point, you start again creating those slices in your oh, pizza, pizza exactly. and you start getting, you know, so little focus in each one of the tasks that you actually have to do. So be, you, you got to make peace with yourself and, and say, you know what? It's okay. If that's opportunity is right there, somebody else will take advantage of it. That's awesome. And when they do, and they start growing, they're going to need content and then I'm going to be able to help them. Yeah. Right. So there is, something for everybody like there's lots of abundance in the world so don't worry about missing an opportunity just put 100 of your efforts in the one that you're doing right yeah. now take it from us that we went not just on the business side but also on the content side we've we've been through that a lot and we've seen the results and you know a couple of them are as soon as we started just going facebook like we're like okay we we preach being omnipresent that's what we do as a service right but again for us it was really important to go through this process ourselves to find out you know what's holding people back like what are we doing it because so that's why we came up with a 45 live challenge and that's why we went live for 45 days the first time we did 20 days and that's it. And we got a client. So it doesn't take much, right? The second time, same thing. 20 days and we got the thing. The third time we're doing it now with this podcast episode because we're trying a different framework for ourselves. 
day 15, same thing, another client. Yep. So I'm telling you, focus on one thing and it's gonna happen. You're gonna see the results. And uh, this never happened in the last three years because we were like jumping from one place to another. And if you're listening and you do want to be omnipresent and if you have the ability to do so and can bring in a team, know that we do that as a service. So we're happy That's to right. come in and help you out. Uh, there's nothing wrong with being omnipresent. It's just like if you are doing it yourself, it might not be the best option to yep. get started. I mean, you got to identi identify, right, where yes. you are. Like, are you time poor or are you money poor, right? Like, if yes. you are time poor, then probably you're going to have to invest in a team to yep. do it for you or someone to do it for you because you don't have the time to sit down and create all that content, right? But if you are money poor then you're gonna have to put in the time to create it and put it out there. So that being said, I think it's the right time to go into the action points. I love it. But right before we go into the action points, guys, please, please, please don't forget to like, comment. And if you're listening in a, in a podcast platform, don't forget to subscribe, smash the subscribe button. Smash it. And please, the best way to you know, show your love, show your support for Content is Profit, is by sharing the podcast with everybody. Just put it in your wall for everybody to see. <laughs> we want to reach as many people as we can so we can help them, right? Yeah. We, we want to help them solve their problem, their content problem. Can I tease something? Yes, do it. Next episode is, we're actually bringing somebody really, really special. Well, what? He is actually the king of offer creation itself. What? So if you gonna deal, awesome. it's going to be fire. So if you... We know that content, you can monetize it if there's an offer and you sell something at the very end. And yeah. this guy is the god of doing this. He does it very well. He's the guy that made $1.6 million in a day because of his offer. Yeah, uh, so he's actually going to be on the show and we can't wait to share the interview with you guys. Uh, we can't wait to do this live with him. He brings such a great energy and he's super a fun guy to hang out with. So uh, stay tuned. His name is Steve Larson. So go check him out. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have him here on, on Monday. On Monday, yeah. So a couple of days from now. So the next episode, um, if you're listening on podcast and he's ready to go, just go. Just keep, yeah, just keep binge listening to, binge listening. to right. content. Fancy, we're ready for the action points. Let's so do the it. action points, guys, it, it is super simple, actually. It is to develop your minimum viable content, right? And how do we do that? First, you got to know how much time you have, right? Again, are you money poor or are you time poor? So if you do have the time, be honest with yourself. How much time can I invest in creating this content yeah. for myself? Then you need a goal. You will need a clear goal of what is that output going to look like depending on that time that you have. So you can put into the minimal Bible content. For example, if you are a solopreneur that you only have two hours available a week to create and distribute content, maybe omnipresence is not the best option, right? Maybe we want to plan out one hour to develop that content from, you know, zero to X amount of posts that you can create in one hour. And then the second hour you distribute and you schedule. So you don't have to worry about that on the rest of the week, right? Again, For us, it was Facebook Live. It took us five minutes a day that we could record the video, about 10 minutes, publish it, and then put it on LinkedIn. That's it. So it doesn't take much. So don't overcomplicate yeah. it. Make sure that it's something super simple for you. If it's Instagram, awesome pictures that you have. If it's every day, if it's a five minute yep. a day kind of deal. Again, remember the minimal Bible effort, right? Like yeah. what is that 
minimal effort that you can put into it to stay consistent, but still get it out so you can stay consistent yes. and eventually build the habit. And then when you have the habit that you're consistent and you're publishing, then you can go and ask yourself, okay, how can I scale this? How can I get now way more content? And that's when you call us and we help you <laughs> out do all that content. Yes. So if you guys are interested in uh, the service, the calls, the, the publishing framework call that yep. we just had with Jackie, uh, we found that it's been really helpful. Not, we've done it with, our, with ourselves. And this is why you do the, we, you see this type of content or you listen to this type of content that we're pushing out. Uh, but we are so happy to help. So you can go to contentisprofit.com and leave us your number one question in there. Um, if you want to schedule one of these calls, they, they are for free right now. They might not be very soon because uh, of demand. It has been yep. a, little, a little crazy lately. So uh, if you want to claim one of those, we're happy to have a chat with you. Um, uh, but know that if that might not be an option for free um, if you go in the next few weeks. Yeah. So. And, well, I think that's it. I think that's it think for that's today, it. guys. So remember, just stay focused on one thing at a time. Just pour all your energy into it, and you're going to make something good of it. Guys, thank you so much for watching Content is Profit or listening to Content is Profit. And don't yeah. forget to like comment and if you're listening on your podcast platforms smash the subscribe button show us some love share it with everybody and we'll see you on the next one yeah see you guys thank you so much Bye.